That's a growler. Welcome back to Beauty and the Beastly Minute, the podcast where we break down and analyze Beauty and the Beast, one dog-filled minute at a time. I'm Bobby from Growler Media. And I'm Janae Hyatt from JanaeHyatt.com. And we are your hosts for Beauty and the Beastly Minute, and Happy New Year! Happy it's not actually New Year yet, but this will be the last episode <laughs> that comes out before the New Year. Unless you're listening to this down the road, in which case, Happy New Year! Happy New Year! <laughs> in whatever year you happen to be uh, in. Oh, man. Janae, anything fun and exciting happening for you? Uh, Like in my life? <laughs> I don't like, know. What do you mean? I just wanted to see what you would say. <laughs> uh, No. <laughs> I moved. That's about it. <laughs> moved living in the country. Janae now lives in the Parisian countryside. Of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Paris in Texas, everyone. Surprise, surprise. And I've started talking much more Texan than I ever have in my life. So that's exciting. <laughs> that is exciting. Yeah. Gotta love a good country accent. I'm speaking more Mexican than I ever have in my life. <laughs> Everyone knows that Bobby moved to New Mexico, right? You do now. <laughs> Is there a lot of Mexican people there? I don't know how many of you are like actually from Mexico, but probably a lot since we're like 30 minutes from the Texas border, which makes us like an hour from the New Mexico-Texas, like actual Mexico border. Yeah. Yeah. There's a big fence. Big fence. Oh, man. <laughs> well, let's get started talking about the minute. Yeah. Shall we? Let's do it. Today, we are talking about minute 57 of Beauty and the Beast. It starts out with the dogoman passing out towels and the chorus singing, Any day now. And the minute ends with the dogoman losing control of his chase and spinning out of control. And we'll leave it up to you to figure out what or who he's chasing. Dun, 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 dun. dun. <laughs> You'll know by the end of this minute, so spoilers! <laughs> I was gonna say, well, this is the one time that you can't really spoil it because it's actually in the minute. <laughs> hey! Y'all love it when I spoil things. I know it. Mm. I haven't heard anything to the contrary, so I cannot refute. Yep. Well, the very first thing, well, one of the very first things that I noticed in this minute is all the shredded drapes and the overturned furniture and stuff, and... <sighs> This minute is uh, awesome because they can just do so much and almost anything with it because it's a montage, basically. But mm -hmm. at the same time, you can't really tell half the time where they are. Like the bedroom that they're fixing up a little bit later on in this minute. Whose bedroom is that? And yeah. the room that they're cleaning at the very beginning of this scene with like the torn up drapes and the turned over furniture. Where is that? Like, I mean, we do, we can recognize a couple of the other spots, but those two in particular, I'm just like, why are you cleaning those? I don't understand what's important I about think those it's just, I don't, I don't think there's anything important. I think they just said, hey, let's just show them cleaning up the castle. And the castle's got to be full of extra bedrooms and empty rooms and, you know, just a ton of rooms. So instead of trying to deal with continuity, which they had to mess with anyway, I mean, they probably just drew some more rooms. And we're like, yeah, it's a big castle. We're just showing them going around cleaning up the castle. But I want everything to mean something, Bobby. <laughs> mm. Yes, yes. 
Okay, Too bad. well, moving on then. Okay, so this dog is passing out towels. Yeah. Is that weird to anybody else? It's a little weird. I mean, he's helping. He's being a helper. I get that, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. still. Well, I think my first note for the minute is actually probably like a good seven seconds in. Oh, really? But uh, yeah, it's just whenever we have the, the dustpan and the broom. Mm-hmm. For some reason, that dustpan really reminds me of like the Brave Little Toaster. Aww. And I went and like looked up pictures from the Brave Little Toaster and actually looked up like dustpan animation character and nothing that I could find like really looks like the dustpan, but I feel like it really reminds me of something. So I'm not really sure what it is, but uh, it made me think Brave Little Toaster, but it totally doesn't look like anything in the Brave Little Toaster. So I love the I Brave know. Little Toaster. I don't really remember anything about it. So He's so <laughs> little and he's so brave. I just remember that weird like blanket thing with the thing on it. Yeah. And I was always like, what is that supposed to be? <laughs> it's supposed to be a blankie. What's the thing on it? I think I always thought that it was a, it was like an electric blanket. So it was like that the dial. Safe at all. So it was the dial to turn turn it on or i mean nowadays they have blankets that have like little plushy heads or whatever that are what do they call them a snuggie or whatever yeah i guess i always thought it was like maybe some kind of a toy that was like a blanket with like a head like you were saying or like that was a little part that clipped onto the baby's onesie so Mm. the blanket wouldn't fall off clever i don't know but none of it it's it's just weird weird stuff i still like that movie but we're not talking about that movie. So, <laughs> yeah, I did think it was interesting that that dustpan is one of the few that has eyes. Oh, that's true. I didn't think about that. Of all of the items cleaning the castle in this minute, that is one that has eyes. And it's not like yeah. like the dusters later on where there's like a group of six or seven dusters. They mm-hmm. all have faces, but they're kind of just... They blend in a little bit more with Mm -hmm. the style and the... But I feel like the eyes on the dustpan and his characterization seems a little bit more... I don't want to say hokey, but just kind of doesn't really quite fit the same as some of the others. Plus, it has eyes, period. So... I don't know. Yeah. It now that I'm looking at it more, it kind of reminds me of uh I think the that big duck from DuckTales maybe. <laughs> um What's his name? The big duck from DuckTales? Yeah. DuckTales. Ooh. DuckTales. Ooh. Launch pad. I don't remember who that was. He was like the pilot one. Oh, yeah, because the top of this dustpan is kind of looks like a duck bill, huh? Yeah. Okay, one thing I was wondering, like, it looks like this dustpan is literally eating all the dirt and dust that's being swept yeah, into its mouth. <laughs> That'd be a horrible thing to turn into. Ew. Also, like, okay, here is my other thought. What if this poor person that got turned into the dustpan used to be, like, a food connoisseur or something? <laughs> or like a sous chef in the kitchen or something. Oh, what a horrid existence. He looked pretty mm. happy though. Well, and the good news is he probably hasn't actually had to do that much dust right. panning <laughs> since it seems like they haven't done any cleaning in 10 years. Right. <laughs> Maybe he can't really taste it. Yeah. Rabbit, I wasn't gonna eat it. I was just gonna taste it. Wrong movie again. Well, they sweep up a button. They sweep up a button. Got a tongue, though. Oh, he does have a tongue. It's big and red. He looks so happy. Maybe he's just happy to be used. Yes, that's sad. Happy to be useful? (laughs) 
That's a little not quite so sad. <laughs> okay, so the duster, when the duster lady gets twisted up in all of those um, cobwebs, I thought that was very realistic. Yeah, yeah, I really liked that for some reason. She probably wouldn't have been, like, hanging. She probably would have, like, brought them down with her. But mm -hmm. the way she got all, like, twisted up and was all, like, tied up by it i could believe that mm -hmm. really happening in real life do we do we remember her name i feel like it's like babette or she doesn't i don't think she has a name in the original movie i feel mm. like she has a name in like bell's enchanted christmas or something like that okay well anyway i feel like she is the duster that we are familiar with because she has that beauty mole yeah on the left side of her face i think so too yeah because i was looking later on and we do get like six or eight other dusters and I was like, oh, they're all the same. Like, how can we tell? But they don't have beauty moles. So I think that's her right. distinguishing feature. And I did now just notice yeah, as, I think you're right. as we're looking at her scooping up these cobwebs, um, you have this super intricate frame for this portrait painting. And it looks like in the middle of the bottom of the frame that the, the carving there is actually, looks like it's the beast. Ooh, what? Yeah. It kind of does. Uh, yeah, it, it probably isn't, but it definitely looks like it could be. Hmm. So I just notice that and that's kind of cool. Also, uh, I spent an inordinate amount of time on trying to figure out something about this uniform in the portrait. <laughs> what portrait? Uh, the portrait she's cleaning of the cobwebs. What? I thought that was a mirror. No, that's not a mirror. Wait, it's all what? slashed up. It's a painting and it's all slashed up. Wait a second. Oh, what? <gasps> I thought it was a mirror. There's a mirror later on that, that the spinning wheel is lifting into place. Right. Oh. She's cleaning this slashed up portrait and I was like, well, why would Beast slash it up? Is this a portrait of him? Is it? Wait, what is hmm. he wearing in the portrait of himself? That's what That's we need to find a good out. Question. Go back, back. What back, minute ding, was ding, that ding, in? <laughs> images. Beast bound. That was like 44 ish? 44. Oh. Yeah. 43 and 44. Oh, that is. Well, is I think it him? is supposed to be his because in the portrait, he is wearing a blue uniform. Ooh. It's not the same blue uniform and it's not the same frame. It but I think it's, looks... it's supposed to be, I think. Ooh. Like it's similar enough that you could say, yeah, they just didn't put the details in there, but it's slashed in the same direction. They're both wearing uniforms. Yeah. You yeah, know what? What if? Because in that beginning, that there's that upturned furniture and there's... Oh my gosh. Okay, wait. So there's, at the very beginning of this minute, what is this minute? Mm -hmm. 57. There's the shredded drapes and there's the overturned furniture and there's this picture. What if they're cleaning his room? They have to be cleaning his room. They have to be cleaning his, his room. Is. Well, and also if you think about it, later on, after they dance... They go out, or he takes her up to his room. I wonder what his room looks like at that point. Oh, yeah. yeah. He takes her out to the balcony. Well, the balcony, I think, was immediately outside of the ballroom. But then he says that she can see her father. He has a way uh -huh. that she can see her father. And he takes her up there to where the mirror is. Oh, uh, okay. <gasps> They're totally cleaning his room. Yeah. Okay, cool. I don't know why that's so shocking to me, but cool. <laughs> <sighs> it's kind of cool. Kind of cool. 
Yeah, um, yeah. Now that I'm looking at them side by side, they got some of the details of the the portrait the same, but it's not exactly the same. But it's it's pretty close. It's mostly the frame that they didn't do the same decorations around the frame. Right. On. So yeah, that's him, which totally makes sense from what I found out. Ooh. So I was trying to look at this uniform because it's like, okay, it's definitely a military uniform. You know, it's got some like shoulder paddy things and little <laughs> stringy things and ornate and blue and so anyway i couldn't find out a ton of like exact stuff most of what i could find on like french military uniforms only went back to like the 1850s <laughs> but i did find this one thing that talked about like the 1690s and the nine years war it says that most people wore gray uniforms with red trim and there were 14 princely regiments who wore blue Ooh. and then it talks about some changes throughout time getting closer to the period we're looking at and it says that the the regiments of the royal household were wearing similar uniforms to everybody else except that they were a dark blue their uniforms were more ornate and they were hmm. like a very dark blue so he's got his his princely uniform on he doesn't have a ton of decorations because he probably never actually did anything <laughs> but just being a prince he gets you know the dark blue uniform well how does that play into like his age because i know we talked before about them making him look older in like that stained glass simply mm -hmm. to give him stature i guess you could say but i also kind of just feel like uh i feel like there's just a disconnect in that in this movie and we have to just pick which one we want to choose to believe <laughs> that he was 10 or that he was older than 10 when it happened you know yeah yeah i for one definitely think that he was 10 when it happened and so like i have no qualms about saying he was definitely 10 and they painted him older and as a 10 year old he had a military uniform i might be making stuff up but i'm pretty sure that was not uncommon like if you're a prince you got a uniform and i feel like even back in the day they would put little teeny people in charge of actual regiments oh my and gosh. like let them get people killed in war and stuff oh my goodness little teeny people meaning children yeah like 10 year olds <laughs> like hey 10 year old prince you go here's your regiment and oh my go to gosh. and oh. That would be a crappy job to have. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. But, you know, back then, maybe they did. I mean, yeah. back in the day, you were an adult at like 13 or 16 or whatever. And yeah. you had to know your stuff. That's a very good point. Yeah. We're in the beast's room. We're in the beast's room. And that room. makes sense why there would be a beast decorated on the, the frame of the portrait. The picture of him before and then the little beast thing. Um. So that must be his room that they're redoing. Mm-hmm. Mm. I was very impressed with the police system that the spinning wheel came up with Yeah. to hang this mirror on the wall by itself. Yeah, that was pretty cool. How it got a nail on the wall, I don't know. And also how it's <laughs> going to ensure that the mirror catches the nail, I don't know. But I'm still very impressed by it. How it got its string up over whatever it's on top of. Oh, well, A lot of questions know. here. A lot of unanswered questions. Well, it's animated. It can whip its string up probably wherever it wants it's just the i don't know i don't and know I like how we see we see several armchairs and they have like heart-shaped backs because they're falling in love i'm looking at the dusters we got six dusters dancing around the beast's room uh -huh. and i didn't notice till just now but they're actually a mirror image of each other so they only really? did three of them and they just mirrored it and flipped it tricky 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 disney you know there's lots of things in this minute that they did that you would never catch or notice or anything or think twice about unless you were watching it like we are. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I think that that little settee with the candles sticking up behind it is kind of cool looking. By his bed? Yeah. It looks like they're attached to something behind, like to the back of it, which hope you don't catch your hair on fire, but (laughs) it's kind of cool. Yeah, I thought it was kind of weird to have the the candles on the couch there. Like a roll top desk? Yeah. Do you think that's what it Mm, is? I don't know. It doesn't look desky enough to me. Me neither. It looks like a settee. Sure. Yeah. A couch. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like a couch. What else do we have? I think my least favorite part of this minute is right around, I guess it's like second 20, 25-ish. And unfortunately, it's Mrs. Potts. (laughs) So this song has really been growing on me, like we talked about last time. Right. But her line... I forget what they say before her, but just like to make it rhyme with the previous line. She was like, put these here and put those over there. <laughs> and it's like, really? <gasps> that's the best you could come up with. Okay, well, that's not her fault. I know. It's not Angela Lansbury's fault, but the, the line just bugs me so much every time. <laughs> that is the lyricist's fault. Yeah. Tim Rice. You know, most of it's so good. I don't know why they didn't put in like five minutes more effort to give her something that wasn't <laughs> so... Ugh. So bleh. <laughs> yeah. Man, she's surrounded by like tons of piles of dirt. Yeah. Like. Well, now that we know that it's the beast's room, no. it really makes sense. He wouldn't let anybody in there. Wouldn't Ugh. even if they wanted to clean, he wouldn't let them. All that dust is probably like the rot and decay from all his meals for the last 10 years. Oh, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty. Uh, well, okay. Also, that thing carrying the dishes when she's directing traffic is mm-hmm. that like a wood rack? Like that? It looks like it a looks wood like rack. a wood rack to me that would sit by the fireplace with logs of wood in it, and it's carrying china dishes that we I kinda know. Figured it was a dish rack that we know from be our guest that they can walk and move around themselves. Yeah, inconsistent. Uh, Oh my. Okay, so then we go, like, the music, uh, well, I kind of skip over the part where the dust goes out the window and falls on Cogsworth, and they sweep him up, or they shovel him up with the snow. We haven't gotten to that part yet. Well, that's what's next. Did you have notes about that? Because I don't. I was just kind of glazing over it. The only thing I had was kind of like, wow, that's sad, is as they're sweeping, you know, they gotta sing something about sweeping. Of course. They say, sweep (laughs) up the years of sadness and tears and throw them away. Aww. Which is like kind of like okay, cool, you know, you're you're rolling with the punches and and putting the bad behind you and looking forward to the future, but at the same time, it's like oof, years of sadness and tears. That just yeah. makes you sad. Okay, that is one thing I like about the new version is the song that they have that um, Days in the Sun. Do you know that song? Mm, Do you remember no. that one? No. No. I liked that song a lot. It was basically everybody singing about how they remembered like the days in the sun and the happiness and all of that and how they're just hanging in there waiting for the sunny days to come back or whatever. <sighs> Sad, but a really good song. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're not talking about the movie once again. <laughs> So they sweep uh, Cogsworth up out with the years of sadness and tears. Poor guy. Mm -hmm. And then the music builds. It kind of like goes down and then it builds and you go through the window that was right behind those shovels and you see all of the mops. The mop dance. The mops waltzing, which 
makes me think they're definitely people.、Mm. And there's way too many of them for them to simply be mops in the castle that have become animated by the magic. That is true. There are a lot of mops, and they're waltzing. Who would they be in the castle, though?、Mm, servants. <laughs> Yeah, just like general <gasps> who, servants. Who else? I mean, housemaids, parlor maids. Okay, who else is in a castle? Like,、uh, before the curse struck, typically in a castle, you got to have your like your servants, and those are like your cleaning well, people. Well, servants is like everybody.、People. Everybody in the castle is servants. No, no, I feel like, and you know, my knowledge of history of royalty and blah 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 is not that great. But I'm pretty sure, like in castles, you'd have the upper crust people, the the courtiers, and yeah, all the the noble people that would kind of some would live in the castle or on the castle grounds. But they're not really servants. And, yeah, we're not talking、But、about we, them. Well,、uh, if we're just kind of trying to figure out who everyone in the castle was,、oh, then we figure out、okay. who they became. I'm following you. I don't know. I、and、would guess. I wonder if they didn't have any courtiers there, or What if they became all the dishes? <laughs> But the dishes were performing,、mm. so the dishes well, had to have been、sense. entertainers. Or、oh, because、yeah. I mean, the point of the courtiers being in the court and in the castle is to entertain and to basically socialize with the royal people, right? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think it could work. Yeah. Um. Because they're also just. Pretty. They don't get used very much.、Mm-hmm. They entertain. Yeah, they're not good. good for much. <laughs> 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 they're only good if you want to have a party. Right, right. <laughs> you don't invite them unless you know you're gonna have a party. So all the nobles turned into dishes, <laughs> and everyone else is a mop. Among other, other things, <laughs> and then like the more personal servants are the ones that like have faces or something like that.、Mm. Like Mrs. Potts is like the head housekeeper or whatever, and then Cogsworth and Lumiere are what are they? The maitre d' and head of household, right? And Babette is probably like. The first housemaid or something, and then doesn't completely work because my barber violinist guy doesn't have eyes. But、mm. feel like he would definitely be more of a personal servant rather than a random person who became a broom. Obviously, <laughs> he's not a mop. Mop. That's what I meant. Same difference. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, I just thought that was yeah, interesting. Now I got to figure all that out on my free time. <laughs> <laughs> There was this cool moment though where I paused the minute and all of the brooms were like drawn curved because they're、mm-hmm. in the middle of a turn, right? And、yeah. I remember that we talked about this when we were looking at Lafu when he got punched by Gaston in one minute and how we had like paused it and his features were all extended and they weren't realistically drawn in that frame.、Mm-hmm. And I felt like this was like the same thing. How they draw it unrealistically with curves and things like that to show the movement, and when you put it in with tons of other pictures and it's going fast, it looks like they're moving rather than the single picture of just being there. Yeah. All right. Dancey mops. What else do we have? The next note I have is about the cat pillow thingy. Ah,、uh, the cat pillow. Um, before that, the only thing I have is that I like how the suits of armor are brushing their <laughs> armor in like beat with the song. It's、yeah. kind of you know dumb and just to, you know they threw it in there. It's nothing special, but I like it. Yep. It makes me happy. It's the details that count. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dogman and cat. Throw cat. <laughs> throw cat. That's funny. Dogman and throw cat. Um, this is kind of a creepy cat pillow to me. Yeah. You know why? Because it looks like a creepy caterpillar. Yeah, it has those weird tassel things. Yeah. And it's also kind of uh, <clears throat> kind of like the Cheshire cat. Yeah. Okay. That's the vibe head. I got too. It's the it's stripes. The stripes. Yep, it's the stripes. <sighs> but they did a pretty good job of the physicality of, like, when it, the cat arched its back and, like, freaked out or whatever you call that. that it was mm-hmm. right? Of, like, that definitely was very cat-like yeah. in the movement, but still creepy. Yeah, yeah. My note was that I don't like the cat throw pillow, but if they're going to put a cat in there, I like that it is a throw pillow. <laughs> Like, that makes sense. You know, a dog is the ottoman, kind of useful, kind of annoying, getting in your way, but you can put your feet on it. It's always there for you, blah, blah, blah. The cat is a throw pillow because it's just always lying around and there's never really like a great use for it. Except for to it's make more you decorative comfortable. than anything else. There to be laid upon. Yeah, but sometimes they're not very comfy. They're just like, oh, sometimes. Yeah, they're too overstuffed. If you buy the wrong kind. I don't buy throw pillows. I just throw them. I just throw them. (laughs) Uh, Okay, also, my last note, my last question, I guess you could say, is how is it that the cat comes running through just fine, no trouble, and then the dogman comes through and he's trailing mud everywhere? How is that even possible if he's literally chasing the throw cat everywhere that it went the cat should have dirt on its paws too i don't like have that you stereotype seen a cat and a dog janae i don't like that stereotype <laughs> so <sighs> there are, there could be several explanations but i guess i would see it as like cats can run places that dogs can't so maybe the dog chased the cat outside mm. and then the cat like jumped up on the wall like a half wall or something little ledge thing and ran across that and the dog had to run across the muddy ground because it's all snowy yeah okay and cats are just ninjas. So, Ew. Well, did you have any last thoughts for this minute? I do have a couple. There were some French words I didn't know. Ooh. So they sing about how the, they say, we'll resume our long lost joie de vivre. Joie de vie. Vivre. Yeah, that thing. At least that's how Joie they say de... it in the song. Yeah, they don't really pronounce it entirely Joie correctly because I looked up the pronunciation, but now the pronunciation. Um, but now I don't remember how to say it. Yeah, basically like their joy of life, Aww. the exuberant enjoyment of life. So they're going to get the joy in life back in their life once they're human again. Only human again. <laughs> then the last line we get from them as the dog is wiping out and spinning all over the floor and it's muddy paws, getting everything dirty, they say, Say, we will push, we will shove, they will both fall in love. And we don't get the last part, but it's any day now. <laughs> and I thought that was funny. We will push, we will shove. We'll yeah. force her to like each other. We're going to push her and shove them, and they will fall in love. You will. Any day now. No choice. And of course, any day now must be that day, if you think yeah. about the timeline. <laughs> oh my goodness. These mops are pretty Fantasia-like. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think don't think they cool. tried to avoid that at all. They probably were like, yeah, Fantasia mops. Yeah. Which I guess makes sense because we've seen characters that were very similar to other Disney movie characters. Yeah. So, yeah. <gasps> This was a good minute. Yeah. I liked it. Good music. Not too much weird action going on. Love the details. I mean, even though this is one of the added in minutes, I think they really put in a lot of detail work into the backgrounds 
listen to the characters and stuff. I didn't feel like there was a lot of bad animation in this minute. Right. I think we learned a little bit more or came up with some different ideas about the background of who lived at the castle and stuff too. So that's exciting. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to have to figure out who all these people are at some point. Yeah. When I write my book about Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> going to have to know who they are. Can't wait to read that book. Yeah, it'll happen someday. It will. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Uh, no, well, We're maybe. already doing all the research. No, maybe. Well, that's all I have. That's all I've got. Me too. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yes. I hope you've enjoyed. Thanks for coming back week after week, episode after episode, being here with us to talk about Beauty and the Beast. I think we're about halfway done with these, uh, these bonus minutes added in here. So if you're not enjoying them, sorry, <laughs> we'll get back to the, <laughs> the normal movie. <laughs> Uh, in a little while. I think we only have one or two more minutes of this extra stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So soon enough. In the meantime, again, happy new year. Be sure to spend some of this holiday season sharing time with your family and friends and sharing this podcast with your family and friends. Smooth. Because <laughs> you got that time off. They've got some time off. Everybody loves a little Beauty and the Beast. Uh, so make sure to go over to iTunes. If you're not subscribed, why not? Janae, I don't think your mom is subscribed to our podcast. What? Nuh-uh. She was on the listeners group the other day and she was like, hey, sometimes I can't find the like the website. Can you post <laughs> links to like the website pages? Oh, my and mom. I, I don't think I have responded yet, <laughs> but it's like subscribe to the podcast and then you don't have to find the podcast pages. As soon as an episode comes up, it will just pop up on your phone, download itself. You can set it to only download on Wi-Fi. You can download it on your internet, on your phone. You can listen to it whenever you want. You don't have to be looking at a website or on your computer. Subscribe to the podcast. It's okay, mom. By the time you're hearing this, I'll have helped you figure it out. <laughs> Love you. Thank you for supporting me because you always have and I appreciate <laughs> it. So shout out to... Janae's mom. She's the best mom ever. Woo! Um, and while you're subscribing on iTunes, uh, make sure to leave us a review because we love them. It makes us feel good Yay. and it helps other people know that they should listen to this podcast. Okay, be sure to check us out. <laughs> Social media. Beastly Minute is where you will find us. Janae is at JanaeHyatt.com. Check her out to get her to do voiceovery things for you. You can find me on the Growler Media website. That's GrowlerMedia.com or I have lots of social media links on there. You can find me if you just want to follow me I post stuff every once in a while, but it's not very entertaining. So listen to our podcast. Those are better. Um, also, thank you to Duo Hansen for doing our music. <laughs> Take music. a breath. Take a breath. It's okay. <laughs> Check out Duo Hansen. Thank you for doing our music. They are on YouTube. They have lots of great stuff on there. Our artwork is done by Megan the Cartoonist. She is awesome. And you can find her on Facebook slash Megan the Cartoonist. And until next time, we will ask and we'll strive to get you to subscribe all your friends now. <laughs> Hyperdrive, that's so funny.
Wow, something is really different on a growler. That doesn't sound safe at all. Ducktails. Ooh. Ooh. Ducktails. Ooh. Go back, back, back to the beginning. Oh my gosh. Okay, wait. There are people around me. It's creeping me out. I'm trying to ignore them. That guy just looked at me! Ah, my car is locked, uh, but I'm freaking out a little bit. Okay, it'll be fine. They'll be gone in a minute. That's going to be the bleepers I'm, at the end of the episode. I'm on the phone with you. If anything happens, you'll know. You can call the police. This podcast is going to go viral as we we live podcast an assault. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, they're pulling away. I'm not going to look at them. Ah, okay, they're driving away. Whew. I don't know why this stressed me out so much. Okay. <sighs> anyway, continuing. <laughs> I was going to say, will you have a mutiny on your hands, though? <laughs> <laughs> Turn it back up, daddy. You know, my knowledge of history, of royalty, and blah, blah, blah is not that great. Driving a truck. <laughs> He's driving a big old truck. driving a big old truck. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> They're really loud. <laughs> uh. They're cleaning the ballroom. Mm -hmm. I thought it was really cool how the... Oh my gosh. People, everybody go to sleep. It's almost nine. <laughs> <laughs> everybody get out of your cars. Go home. Says the crazy person sitting at the <laughs> library in her car. <laughs> I know. I'm With a microphone. <laughs> I'm going to like... Keep looking around like nobody noticed me. <laughs> it's dedication <laughs> podcasting in your car. Yeah, everyone. This is hardcore. I don't like that stereotype. Lily, hush! <laughs> <laughs> there really needs to be bloopers for this minute. I'm keeping your bones.